Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Slam Herb Wrestling. Myself, Supreet, and this is your AEW Rampage review for September 17th, 2021. Joined by Abby here. So, Abby, what you think about this week's Rampage? Also, want to know about the big card paper level television will be seeing for next week's Dynamite and Rampage. So, thoughts on that? Uh... This week's uh, rampage was, uh, you know, not uh, very good. You know, uh, as we had discussed, uh, you know, in last week's review also that we have been accustomed to the first two uh, rampage episodes and, uh, you know, this show was not at all at par with uh, if you compare it to the first two Rampage shows, which aired from Holiday Wrestling. This was decent. You know, I know that, uh, you know, it was a filler show. It was to hype the next week's uh, you know, Grand Slam week of uh, four hours of television. But, uh, you know, I guess... It could have had something more so as to, you know, hype us, uh, you know, more for the upcoming week. And also, uh, you know, some, uh, you know, hard hitting action, which could have also had, uh, you know, popped the crowd in attendance uh, and also at home. But, uh, you know, nonetheless, Dynamite was good. Rampage was okay. But, but tell me, what are your expectations for the two-hour Rampage? Because this is what you could be expecting in the future, a two-hour Rampage. You could keep it in the one-hour format, but uh, who knows? Uh, you know, it would... You know, as you are saying, you know, it would come a point. Yes, absolutely. That it would go to two hours. Yes. You, uh, you know, if you are of the opinion so as to compete with SmackDown. So, yes, it would go two hours. And, uh, you know, with the stacked roster, it would absolutely come a point that Rampage would be going two hours after the... Uh, you know, existing deal of one hour, uh, you know, gets done. It would be going to two hours, absolutely. And, uh, you know, the NHL schedule is out. So, I guess uh, AW would be moving to TBS uh, in the first week of 2022. So, I don't know if they can, uh, you know, change uh, you know, to two hours then, but I don't think so. They would be this early to two hours, but in the foreseeable future, uh, you know, they would be absolutely. But uh, regarding what you uh, just asked previously regarding uh, what are my thoughts regarding the next week programming, I'm very much excited. You know, if it is Dynamite or Rampage, I'm very much excited. It is, uh, you know, for the people who would be in attendance at Arthur Ashe, it is a pay-per-view for them. Four hours, you know, banging action, 
you have everything you know kenny omega brand danielson you have cm punk and powerhouse obs you have uh, you know the elite the super click uh, you know going at it and you know women's action everything you know it would be great absolutely and for us fans uh, you know on wednesday and on uh, friday for the people in the U- us and for us thursday and saturday looking forward to it it would be a you know a great week and i guess that aw would be making a lot of new fans in the upcoming week but speaking about this week's rampage we had a tag title match with the lucha bros uh, defending against a butcher and the blade we had anaj versus the bunny and in the main event we had a tnt title match that was miro defending the title against fuego del sol and so much more but before that if you are new to slam up wrestling then make sure to like share subscribe do all that fun stuff check out our other content everything you need is in the description below but uh, before we get into the review stuff i think it would be fair if we talked about the niche boy reflect so yes did you see dark side of the ring no but no. did you did hear not... the rumblings and your twitter timeline did you yes so yes sir so let's get to it then and uh, i the, the main reason i wanted to get this topic out is that how does this affect the quote unquote or rumored reports of him being all elite hmm uh i do not see that uh, rick flair would be entering the aw realm uh, for the foreseeable future as of this point uh, you know uh, it would be pretty evident obviously because of the fact that uh, what happened in the case of tommy dreamer that he was told to you know skip this week's uh, you know impact wrestling shows or tapings uh, whatever was uh, you know scheduled so he was told uh, not to you know skip just give uh, the shows uh, it was just uh, you know a reaction to his comments on the dark side of the ring episode and uh, uh you know i have a you know thing that uh, tommy dreamers uh, i guess i read that he said that what rick flair did was just uh, you know a joke joking around joking around was probably the term that he used so uh, you know uh, what i you know thought that what could be uh, you know what was going in his head and what could be the reason that could be that uh, joking around for the thing that happened it could be that for the people who have experienced or who have seen such stuff you know 
amidst them and uh, in the 70s and in the 80s and even in the 90s so uh, you know it was a different time back then and uh, you know and uh, you no know, you can say that what might be you know triggering or extreme to us you know in 2021 to you to me and to the people who are listening or watching us you know right now uh, you know it could be extreme to us uh, but if you compare it to the people in the 70s or 80s or 90s it might not be to them because they were exposed to such stuff you know it uh, would be to them that it is just joking around you know among friends uh, what is happening you know i know that uh, you know rick flair might be drunk at that time and uh, you know the people who were uh, you know amidst him you know tommy dreamer and other people they might be too drunk at that time and their mindset is that that it is just you know rick being rick joking around but you know if you compare it uh, you know to our you know perception the society now who is uh, which is much more sensitive uh, to the feelings of the people so that you know clearly identifies that as being an assault and uh, you know and that being wrong and traumatic to the victim so in conclusion uh, you know if you want to say that was that incident wrong and was that traumatic yes absolutely it was you know and rick flair won't be on tv for a while absolutely until public perception and uh, you know the attention on uh, you know the said topic goes away and uh, one more reason uh, what uh, tommy dreamer said on uh, you know or commented on the incident on the episode the reason could be that he was scared he was scared to uh, for his position in the industry there on that uh, if he says negative shit about a person who is revered and who is one of the top guys of the industry that is rick flair you know who is one of the greatest of all time if you say negative shit about him or you say some uh, shit uh, which puts him in a negative light so it can hurt your employment in the long run possibly that right now uh, that uh, you can say that these things come and go but i for myself i want to earn a living from professional wrestling till my last breath so i won't say negative shit about rick flair i do not want to be blackballed from any promotion in the world from wwe nwa aw any any company so i won't say any negative shit about him so that could be one of the reasons as to why tommy dreamer didn't say shit that was probably truth or probably put rick flair in a negative light
could it, it could be one of the reasons i'm just i'm not saying it is i'm saying it could be one of the reasons but um, and uh, but uh, in general this uh, this is the stuff that would be you know keeping rick flair away from aew and bigger stuff yes agreed agreed absolutely for the time being absolutely he won't be he and won't by be the way tony uh, khan he is very serious in this type of situation he is he already has a black list of people that he don't want to be you know bringing to his company from the hogans maybe yes. a tessa planchard who knows now rick flair is also in that list i guess yes he would be for the foreseeable future you know uh, tony khan uh, has you know put himself uh, you know in a place and he has made a company in such a you know light that we listen to the fans and the people are so uh, you can say in such a perception that you have to think of them to you know because it can have a negative effect on uh, your promotion and your company and your revenue so you cannot do anything that goes in uh, conflict with the peop- uh, with the public perception so right now i don't think that uh, rick flair as you are saying you know would be uh, seeing the light in aw for the foreseeable future anyways but before we move on my favorite part from that episode was uh, when a drunk michael hayes punched the shit out of jbl there you go <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, talking about rampage so they kicked off with the tag title match this is the first defense of the you know uh, titles from the lucha bros who won at the paperview so they are defending against butcher and blade little history here with uh, all four members being part of that eddie kingston faction months ago so they brought up that fact and uh, butcher and blade of course are number one where i was kind of me and ridwan were kind of you know confused and how did butcher and blade got into the number one ranking this soon because butcher was not even present for you know on tv for many many months or weeks so don't know agreed agreed absolutely but that, that is why you know people uh, many a time say shit about that uh, about the rankings so you know whatever you know just you know, go with the flow many a times but this match this uh, like the whole uh, in ring stuff for this week's episode it was it kind of felt flat i guess the crowd was dead for majority of this show i think it's because of the fatigue of the double double tapings i guess i think aw should really work on that stuff now that they are taping dark and by the way i heard that they also taped dark here then what's the point of Mm, probably you know they uh, i don't know if 
you are saying that they taped dark on this episode as well yeah the they new jersey dark, uh, hmm but okay uh, they taped uh, they are now taping dark and dark elevation in uh, universal studios now in florida yeah that's why i may be wrong at this one maybe it was elevation who knows are they even taping elevation mm. at the orlando studios yes possibly yes Bo- both i think so they they are taping both there and uh, you know they uh, the fans might be uh, you know as you're saying tired and uh, you know take after the you know uh, dynamite got over you know two hours they might be fatigued and uh, you know with regards to the stuff you are seeing you know butcher and blade lucha bros uh, butcher and blade you know we have not seen them <clears throat> uh, you know compete you not know, together on uh, dynamite probably they just competed uh, on dark and uh, you know that could be one of the reasons as to why people were not as much invest- invested in the match as they should be there was little to no story so that could be one of the reasons but uh, let's talk some highlights so they opened with phoenix and uh, i think it was blade so phoenix like always he was the mvp of this match he is just great so those uh, as we move on to the final parts let's uh, jump start here as we move on to the final parts i think it was uh, the baby faces were being grounded by butcher and blade so there was the situation where blade he tied up penta's uh, mask that strand he has on his mask so he tied it to the rope so penta is stuck and they were about to finish off the legal man which was phoenix with their double team fini- uh, finishing maneuver but there was something that happened where phoenix kind of escaped they were doing some transition so penta now that he's stuck he decided to screw it i'm going to cut uh, get loose from this mask and which he did the mask is off he covered his face and he kicked someone i think it was butcher and he just was just laying there with his face covered so phoenix was able to get a roll up type of pin and that was it they were able to retain their titles and uh, there you go nothing much to say but the finish the finish with the mask and stuff it was really innovative agreed agreed competitive match and an innovative ending agreed so uh, one thing to you know uh, i forgot to mention uh, matt hardy of course they are part of the hfo he was uh, comp- he accompanied uh, butcher and blade uh, along with uh, anhelico so they took part in a post match beat down uh, you were saying something yeah it was uh, i guess it was jack evans did i say anhelico yes oh my bad my bad so it was jack evans so we see this post match beat down from the hfo to the lucha brothers they also took out alex abrahantes so this led to proud and powerful santana and otis coming out for the save as the heels escaped 
so i think this was a way to set up a eight man tag for i think it's for rampage right i guess i uh, yes yes so there you go nothing much to say uh maybe yeah, i think they'll be putting in effort to uh build prodem for for to that number one rankings they also you know put a lot of effort to you know talking about the history of proud and powerful and lucha bro so could be expecting a match between these two in the coming weeks possibly uh, we could also uh, see it at the uh, next pay per view let's see uh, you know what happens but looking forward to it you know it would be uh you know one of the best matches uh, you know we have seen uh, ever from the two teams now they are doing it on the aw platform they have done amazing matches you know uh, down the line we have seen amazing matches from both the teams in impact wrestling and now they have a chance now to you know go at it in aw it would be great and with the titles on the line looking forward to it but uh, speaking about great matches we'll be getting one at the grand slam show for dynamite so they showed some a i think it was a package for kenny omega and brand danielson both my you know talking about you know each other and stating of some facts like Kenny Omega was talking about Danielson said that he was uh, a underdog in that other place and you know talks about you know getting this not in a non title shot against him and he's not even ranked etc etc Danielson was saying that he is not someone that should be you know, under, underestimated basically hyping up the match for uh, rampage no it's dynamite and there you go so last week abi remember we were kind of you know talking about uh, the booking situation of you know is this is yes. it this soon should we get danielson mm. versus omega this soon for the title or not at least uh, they made it clear that they don't want to make it for the title but we are getting it but still mm. who is going to go over here in this situation i would say that uh, brian is going over. So, because it would set up a potential ta- uh, title match uh, you know in the upcoming uh, you know i guess pay per view uh, so then kenny omega can go over and uh, you know can retain and uh, you know continue his you know reign as aw world champion and uh, you know let's see down the line then who would be his next uh, challenger but uh, like i said on the dynamite review um like what type of finish are you going to do here and basically i was um, saying like this is kind of feeling like the christian k situation remember he drops the impact title yes. and they go mm. even up with Uh, omega def- retaining the title at the pay per view are we getting into that scenario or should aw do something different here 
you know, uh, if you put, uh, you know, over Kenny Omega in the first instance, that would create an issue that, uh, you know, then what happens is the rematch goes away. You know, then you say that, uh, you know, who the fuck are you? You know, Kenny Omega can say that, why would I give you another shot? I have beaten you. And you are also, you know, uh, putting down the uh, legacy and the star power of uh, Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson, which has been, uh, you know, built up throughout, uh, you know, time from the independent circuit and in the WWE. So you cannot, you know, put that down in one go. You have to make sure that it goes 1-1 so that, you know, it keeps both the guys, uh, you know, strong and, you know, it makes sure that, uh, you know, that none of the guys' uh, you know, star power or their stock goes down, you know, heavy. You know, if Brian, uh, you know, gets a victory, you know, at this point over uh, Kenny Omega, it would be a competitive match, it would be back and forth, it would be just, you know, by a, you know, whisker. It it won't be, you can say, a domination from Daniel Bryan. It would be by a whisker. So then Kenny Omega can say, you know, you just beat me by this, you beat me by a fluke, and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, he can get back at that and he has beaten the champion so he also you know can uh, you know say that i want a championship opportunity so he can also move up the rank just by beating the champion so he can get an opportunity for the championship and when kenny omega beats him he uh, you know establishes himself you know as a fucking world champion and, uh, you know, being an, est- an established entity. So, and he can, you know, go further, you know, with the championship belt. And, you know, let's see then, uh, you know, who would be his challenger and uh, you know, stuff like that. I'm, I'm more curious about the finish of the match. How, is, how it is going to end. Like, I was yes. kind of pitching if Brian mostly wins, which I think it is going to happen, that you could do a towel spot with Don Callis. You remember, you kind of, you know, familiar with that mm-hmm. spot, right? Or mm-hmm. maybe now that you have two great wrestlers going at it, let's go to a time limit. I think it would it would hurt. Great. It, that would uh, will not hurt anybody in this situation. Agreed. Agreed. And uh, yeah, if that yeah. happens, you could uh, stretch it out for maybe another five to six months for the pay-per-view after full gear at Revolution. And then we could insert in a certain cowboy in the meantime. Let's let's, let's, see. Re- let's, let's see. wait and see. I think 
it's a hundred percent. We are getting a match of the year contender on Dynamite. Mm. But uh, speaking about match of the year contenders, we talk about Anna J versus the Bunny. This was uh, <laughs> it was just there. Anna J. She is kind of getting good in the ring. I wouldn't say she is a top tier in ring performer in that di- division. She has a lot of way to go. The bunny, ah, eh, she does a, she does her part and that's good. So there was little story with uh, the bunny targeting the injured shoulder or the surgically repaired shoulder of Anna J. That was the small story. So at the end, Anna would uh, get. The victory and nothing much, Abby. Anything you want to add? Nothing. Uh, the fact that you are saying that energy is getting, you know, better. Thing is that uh, you know that also the fact that you do promos. You know, we are seeing, uh, you know, Anna J's interaction with the Dark Order and Dark Order having problems and stuff like that. You know, then too, she sometimes or maybe all the time or many a times, she, you know, doesn't look believable or she looks a little detached. You know, if, uh, you know, she looks, uh, you know, invested or indulged in the storyline or, uh, you know, invested in that you know in the action what is happening so that can also uh, you know make the fans invested you know the thing is that yes you said you know the shoulder and stuff like that dark order was also a story you know that they were not uh, you know there she said that uh, you know stay away and blah 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 your drama could uh, you know hamper my success and stuff like that you know her backstage you know promos she could have a little more you know stuff to it you know be a little more uh, you can say you know work more on the microphone you know get you know the fans in uh, you know your story that is only the thing you know get your character you know what it is you know the bunny you said you know her you know a basic you know wrestling you know she is not a sport wrestler you know basic wrestling you know her character is what uh, you know makes you hate you know the person she's uh, aligned with the hfo she does her thing you know a psycho you know blonde and shit she does her part but you know she has to put over the baby face but now the baby face's job is you know to get yourself over as well so what you are you can do what you can you know get your promo skills get your wrestling she is doing her bit you are saying uh, you know with regards to wrestling that is great absolutely do that do you but you know promo skills and when you are given an opportunity to interact with the dark order indulge yourself a little more. you know get yourself over maximize your minutes uh, you know whatever you know indulge yourself that the fans see you 
you know fans are seeing the dark order fans uh, the audience are seeing you know john silver you know uno other people but they also see you you are the story at this point the cameras you know you are getting the matches so you get yourself over as well indulge yourself a little more you know bring more emotion to it so that is what is required probably the uh, fans would have been a little more invested so you know in the weeks to come we'll see we'll see it but uh, we also had a post match angle abi so uh, pinelli before now that she's kind of aligned herself with uh, the bunny so bunny yeah so the both both the ladies you know attacked the baby faces and uh, i think uh, they are kind of doing something to set up a match possibly or is it announced for rampage yes i, I guess i guess uh, yes it is for rampage hmm a tag match so there you go so what happened was in this post match angle so the heels uh, took out both anna j and tai with the i think it was a brass knuckles or something and there you go that was the end of the segment nothing much but uh, there was something with matt hardy because the trend for this week's rampage was uh, everyone of his table mates were losing their respective matches so he was kind of furious uh, tony shivani was there to you know conduct an interview with him so matt hardy was pointing out to some fan who cosplayed as a orange cassidy he was in full orange cassidy getup so matt hardy states that this fan was annoying him so he went face to face with this fan and this uh, uh, guy was acting all orange cassidy here with the thumbs up so matt hardy had heard enough he tosses this guy from the barricade and took a awkward looking tumble so him and jack evans uh, get this guy in the ring and start beating him up matt hardy at the twist of fate and they decide to you know bring in the clippers and they start shaving now first they started with the uh, ponytail he chopped it off then they decided to shave his hair off i hope this fan or plant <laughs> fan you should say was getting paid enough for this shit <laughs> am i right he would be in my opinion <laughs> he should be tony khan should be paying him handsomely but uh, orange cassidy finally shows up he doesn't care about this segment at all or this guy so he shows up for the same <laughs> shows up uh, matt hardy and jack evans you know escape so setting up things for a hair versus hair match when it happens i don't know but should be kind of interesting in terms of wrestling standards yes let's see so uh, uh, this this segment was uh, you know fucking it blew my mind you know what the fuck was happening i was like oh my god 
wow just in, you know fucking like, wow like how, how in terms of stupidity or something else no you can say shocking no i did not expect what was happening you know in the previous weeks uh, regarding the hype for you know the hair versus hair match between mad hardy and orange cassidy we have seen subtle you know shit you know backstage segments pre taped segments pre taped promos and uh, you know blah 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 either on uh, you know mostly on dynamite you know rampage we haven't seen much and uh, you know probably angles on dark or dark elevation you know there is not much uh, you know possibly tv time on uh, you know dynamite or rampage so you know what i saw this was surprising you know i did not expect a hype segment for this match i did not expect and what they did you know cutting the ponytail you know shaving the head of uh, you know the guy and you know stuff like that i guess that did it did the job in my opinion it did the job for hyping their match in my opinion but uh, speaking about hype uh, we had a face off between uh, uh, dr bitbaker tmd and uh, the challenger ruby soho so this was great i would should say in terms of mic skills and all we kind of i think this was the breakout uh, performance whatever you want to call it from ruby soho because we never heard a lot on the mic from ruby right in the years the past years so this was kind of a refreshing sight to see that and she really did a great, fine job uh, on the mic uh, what you think about this whole segment agreed agreed absolutely uh, you know uh, regarding ruby's uh, you know story she has uh, she debuted on the pay per view all out in the casino battle royal she won and she has earned a title shot at brett baker's world championship and uh, you know regarding the promo absolutely you know it was probably the best uh, you know thing on rampage uh, in my opinion you know it uh, you know it probably woke the crowd up it popped the crowd you know the you know you know chris jericho said at one point that it is a roasting session and it was new york so new york uh you know enjoys that kind of shit you know the crass language you know you saw on dynamite what they did the crass language level was fucking you know off the roof uh you know it blew the roof off you know because you know they were selling uh, they were selling aw you know they wanted uh, you know new york to you know eat it up and to become fans of the product you know new york is known for uh, you know the shit you know jd you know men why you, yes and you know the language that he uses yes so you indeed. can yes, yes so you can get 
how uh, you know and you have heard also you know how uh, the new york folks talk so uh, you know it is a platform for you know aw to sell yourself and to you know make new fans and to you know get out uh, uh, get your word out that you know we have arrived to new york you know one of the biggest uh, you know you can say markets and uh, you know they are going you know all out pun intended or not uh, you know you can take it for yourself and uh, ruby and brit baker you know did their job and their segment was great you know ruby's uh, thing that uh, i have uh, you know wrestled many you know broads who are banging some dude in the back so it you know popped the crowd and uh, you know they got invested that you know something is happening so you know great you know segment and it uh, got you excited you know but now you are looking forward to next week's uh, show dynamite you are looking forward to brit baker versus ruby soho world championship world women's championship grand slam week it should be great that is how you know you sell uh, you know to the audience that you know you have to tune in towards the show you know ta- uh, taped segments promos that is how you sell you know to the match and they did a great job they were given uh you know tv space and you know they maximized their minutes brilliant stuff i was pretty much entertained and i guess so were you and that's why i kind of pointed out this uh, fact about you know it is great that uh, we now have a top baby face for this division that is ruby so and technically that makes brit baker the top heel uh, in that same division so nice balance for that entire uh, women's division over there yes and this this was way better this build was way better than what we were expecting for chris statlander and the baker match they did a lot in 7 days compared to those uh, that for that feud that nothing came out of it in the 2 or 3 weeks that it was announced agreed agreed absolutely you know i i also said that uh, you know probably they didn't give her a chance her being chris statlander uh, the chance to speak or probably she isn't uh, you know much equipped on the microphone because you know you have to sell you know the storyline you have to sell the feud so or probably they have done much shit in the past that they didn't give it much shit this time nonetheless ruby soho brit baker phenomenal job let's and, see in new york and uh, like you said it was indeed a roasting session by the way go out and check out the segment again because of the commentary team the commentary team were just hilarious like jericho was making <laughs> some comment that popped it was great stuff so uh, there was it began with brit baker saying that ruby soho is here in aw to just find herself because for months she has been changing her name her look etc 
so uh, ruby so fired back like she has seen a lot of girls like you who are you know entitled or banging someone in the back i wonder who else she is referring to but uh, there you go <laughs> uh brit baker ah brit baker then uh, kind of fired back and said uh, that ruby so should be appreciative of this tv time she is finally getting and there you go brilliant segment and really they did a really great job to hype up for the title match that's going to happen at the grand slam but uh, moving on uh they did a small thing with cm punk and powerhouse hops so little bit of highlights and little promo packages and i think that did the job and we also saw the graphic where we see the legendary hook being featured so <laughs> that's a set to behold but shall we get on to the main event Yes, and uh, I just uh, like to say that Hobbs in that promo did a great job uh, with what he said. So you know, brilliant stuff, and uh, look, uh, you know, looking forward to him, uh, you know, saying more shit on the microphone whenever he is given an opportunity. I guess you know his character is such that he isn't uh, you know much of a talker. you know talker is taz you know he does the talking but this was a pre-taped promo and he was given a chance to talk and i guess he did a pretty good job in my opinion he is one of those guys who can mean muck for one hour and will be good or scared but uh, looking forward to that match as well because curious to see how well the wrestling style play out in terms of punks because it worked with darby allen i want to see how it works with hops yes let's wait and see but uh, we are get we are talking about the main event here this was for the tnt championship uh, miro versus fuego del sol another uh, we have a stipulation here where uh, fuego del sol is putting his new brand new car on the line as well which i said on the dynamite review was stupid in, uh, on fuego's part but he went for it anyways uh, like usual this is a rampage tradition they do a interview with mark henry and uh, uh, miro had to get in the that he wants to pray <laughs> the lord and do something to his beloved wife cj i like that stuff that he usually puts in his promos and that's what the miro character is all about he is the god's favorite champion whatever you call it sometimes he uh, likes to you know plug in his wife certain times and he's dominant in the ring love the presentation of this guy so we get to this match and it's not like the one that did we we saw at the first rampage where it was a uh, quick squash match this went for a while they gave fuego del sol a lot of offense and it is surrounding around the neck which i really love that now this entire run for as now that miro has been champion they always bring up that his only weakness is his uh, surgically repaired neck so whoever go targets it so 
in that situation miro is in trouble so fuego did a great job you know targeting the neck for most of the parts but at the end you know he got caught miro with several thrust kicks and that's what you know finally put down fuego and you, there you go really predictable outcome we'll get to the post match stuff but what you think about this match and the whole stuff uh i thought that it was a uh, you know entertaining and competitive uh, you know match as you said you know unlike their last meeting you know this was competitive and uh, you know miro still looked dominative you no know, even you know with the match being competitive he still looked dominative you know at the end you know two thrust kicks one in the front one in the back and it did the job you know pretty much you know great stuff you know great presentation of the character of miro and uh, you know uh, there was probably at one point uh, one of the commentators said that uh, miro categorized fuego del sol and uh, eddie kingston as charity cases that they were given an opportunity because of uh, them being uh, you know fan favorites or just being uh, you know them you know kingston was given an opportunity or you can say because of the love from the fans and fuego del sol despite being uh, you know on the losing side he was given a contract you know so both of them fucking charity cases so uh, you know they uh, whoever commentator gave that you know it gives a uh, you know insight into the mind of uh, miro i don't know which uh, you know in which promo he said the said stuff i do not remember but if you said the shit the said shit in the match during the you know from commentary it adds to the match it you know invests us more that what the champions you know mindset is it is a you know storyline it adds spice to the whole presentation it's great you know, by the way i forgot um, to mention was it uh, a post match attack or was it the finish where he quickly bent fuego del sol in half with that game over post post match he t- took the key put it in the mouth and the game over that looked brutal that game over transition he does it really is insane hmm but let's again get to the post match stuff so uh post match miro is celebrating he has the car keys in hand he kind of teased it you know throwing it to the crowd as you know he continued his assault on fuego del sol you know shoving the uh, keys down his throat and you know going for that game over but here comes his best friend fuego's best friend sami guevara gets a huge reaction from the crowd he attacks miro with a kick and miro escapes and then guevara poses with the tnt championship 
which you know tells you the entire story kuvara is coming for god's favorite champion the tnt champion miro and he is the next challenger mostly when it happens i don't mm. know but uh, match should be good and most of the people are you know in the favors that guara is perfect guy to dethrone miro for the title kind of iffy on that one but i won't mind it if, i guess i would pretty much agree with what uh, your choices regarding sami guara being uh, you know the one to dethrone uh you know him being tnt champion you know absolutely agreed you no know, him uh, defeating miro you know because uh, before we move on because it's not against sami guevara but i want this miro title run to go on forever yes It's like in that, I, it's it's in the same realm of a Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns. Like I said it in the past, it should never end. Agreed. It should be a long, lengthy title run, and uh, you know, it would end eventually. But uh, right now, Sami Guevara ending the title reign. Uh, i you know i'm not in favor of that but if it happens uh, i would not be you know i won't have any problems but in my opinion you know, as you are saying you know i would want the reign to continue yes because if you if he does beat guara you will have another top baby face because you uh, this roster yes. is filled with most of them Yes. Agreed. So, Agreed. Let's see where that all goes. But uh, Abby, that was a rampage. Yes. And uh, we have a two-hour edition for next week. So next week, next week it's going to be a big one. Agreed. next But, week we have plethora of matches so it would be great grand slam week it would be great you really need to get that one hour in that extra hour of watching wrestling <laughs> <laughs> but yes. before we move on where can these guys find you uh, guys you can connect with me on twitter and instagram at abimaniac and you can also connect with me on facebook or linkedin and you can find slam up wrestling on twitter at slam up w instagram at slam up wrestling you can catch this review on the audio versions in anchor and spotify as well this was the aw rampage review and see you guys next time